Hello, and welcome to Wellness Wednesday with 3W. Wellness Wednesday is sponsored by 3W Medical for Women, a nonprofit medical clinic offering free of charge or low-cost reproductive health services to women in the Seattle area, regardless of income or insurance status. 3W does not profit off of the reproductive health choices women make. The information shared in this podcast is the opinion of the speaker or speakers. Medical information is not intended as individual medical consultation, but for general education only. Always consult your own health professional for personalized advice regarding medical decisions. And if you're in the Seattle area, consider making an appointment to consult with us. I'm Alejandra, content marketing specialist at 3W Medical for Women and the host of today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here with us at 3W, our Wellness Wednesday podcast. And I am here stepping in for Helen for a little bit. My name is Alejandra, for those who probably remember me from back in March. (laughs) And I'm here today with Chris, who is our nurse practitioner. Hello, Chris. How are you doing? Hi, I'm really well. How are you, Alejandra? Great, great. I'm so happy to have you back on the podcast. I'm hoping we'll get more of you because you just have some awesome insights Mm -hmm. and wisdom and we have a very very special topic that we're going to talk about today that is probably not talked about very much Mm. but is something super important and I've actually been very curious about it too and Mm. know that it's something again you know all our podcasts are awareness education you know all those things and so today we're going to be talking about what is anorexia Mm. and so Chris I'm going to start that off with just kind of your explanation on what is anorexia? Sure, really good question. And I think probably out in the world outside of 3W, people may have some kind of idea of what anorexia is. It's it's been around Mm -hmm. for many years. Initially, or even if you look in the psychological manuals, you'll see it titled anorexia nervosa, but I think commonly Mm -hmm. we just refer to the disorder as anorexia, and that's how people know it. Right. It is technically a psychological disorder, but if a person has anorexia, the physical health is really impacted. Mm -hmm. But your question was, what is it? Mm -hmm. And it's a psychological disorder with two really important characteristics, an intense fear Mm. of gaining weight and then accompanied by typically have the person has a low body weight which may be hard i mean both of those characteristics may be hard to identify right to the average person so sure. that's why it is does require diagnosis by a psychological um, provider or a psychiatrist. Sure. And which leads me up to my follow-up question, how is it diagnosed? Mm -hmm. Yeah, really good question. And it technically would need to be diagnosed by a psychiatric provider, and that could be a variety of people, right? It It could be diagnosed by a medical doctor or a nurse practitioner, but Mm -hmm. most often it's diagnosed by a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a counselor may have a really good idea that the person that they're working with has that diagnosis. Right, right. And refers the person to specialty care. So it sounds like it's kind of a team 
effort. Definitely a team. And parents, coaches may, Mm -hmm. you know, really be concerned about what they're observing about their child or their athlete. Uh, and right. again, but they wouldn't technically be able to make that diagnosis. Right, right. But linking to the mm-hmm. correct channels yeah. to get that help. Wow. And so at what age does this become apparent to someone? Yeah, unfortunately, like many of our things happening in our world, the diagnosis mm-hmm. is happening younger and younger. Really? But typically, you know, preteen, teenage is when the thinking or the concern about body image tends to develop. Right. And in those ages, it's Mm -hmm. also so delicate because you're going through puberty probably as well. So those, those extra worries Mm -hmm. are there, you know, often I know me personally, I, Mm -hmm. you know, going through puberty is such an odd Mm -hmm. feeling, you know, to just see different things happening at Mm -hmm. different times. So it does kind of make sense Mm -hmm. at that age. So again, it could be pediatricians Mm -hmm. that are noticing, you know, the development or lack thereof or Mm -hmm. notice a particularly thin child or, but, you know, so many variations. Wow. And does anorexia affect both males and females? It does. It does. Twice as often in females. So for every male person with anorexia, there's two women that would have that. um, Wow disorder so it is more common in women but we don't want to overlook the men sure sure so probably we're saying probably 11 12 years old mm, you know it's or, even showing up as early as nine now so you know oh my goodness. yeah just because puberty is earlier so what you're you're thinking about the changing body right you know wow and both male and female but female being higher much more so yeah okay Okay. And does this disorder, well, actually you kind of answered that question. Mm. It does connect with our, the mental health of a person. Yeah, it certainly does. And like I said, it's a psychological disorder. Right. And that I think can be explained by, or the reason that it's considered psychological is because there, it, Part of the disorder is that fear or anxiety. There's a huge fear and anxiety component. And often the disorder is um, compounded by a depression too. Wow, so it's a combination. Yeah, so a person may have more than one thing taking place psychologically. Right, okay. Wow, and so even to take that step of saying you have all this anxiety, I'm sure, and then having to take the step of mm-hmm. what do I do to solve this or help mm-hmm. figure out, you know, what what it could be, you know, because mm-hmm. I I know in general there's a lot of anxiety just amongst all of us, oh, you know, yeah. totally <laughs> in general. So it's to add absolutely another, <laughs> true, you know, with our personal lives and work lives and things like that. And so with this disorder, that the, it would be kind of focused on anxiety around not having the perfect body. Okay. And then also that fear of maybe the body becoming even less perfect sure. or in that person's image of what perfect would be. Right. I'm not at that place and I'm going to try to get at that place. And it could be a very kind of distorted yeah. image that the person has. For sure. For sure. Wow. So as we talk about these, you know, the beginning signs, maybe of mm. age, gender too, mm-hmm. how is it that 
what are the certain triggers that someone can fall into? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. So we've talked about the, the emotional side, the psychological yeah. side, but the triggers in general. Such a good question because we don't really know what causes it. It mm-hmm. seems like there it, it's a combination, perhaps, mm-hmm. and nobody knows for sure, of maybe even a genetic predisposition, but then also the environment. Right. We know that it's much more common in urban areas than rural. Okay. So what's going on in our cities that maybe isn't as much a part of the rural setting? Right. But it is more prevalent in the in the urban settings. Okay. And there and it and we do see it occurring in certain sports. That's something yeah. I was curious mm-hmm. about because I know, you know, gymnastics, right. track, even, you know, my daughter in college, well, even growing up did synchronized swimming. So girls are performing in right. bathing suits. And the, some of those sports just seem to lend to more pressures, maybe? pressures on being thin, mm. mm-hmm. unfortunately. Wow. So that's where the piece of the coaches. You know, having that insight Mm -hmm. on their team. And sometimes the coaches are even like perpetuating it. Mm. But I think there's way more awareness now because uh, this is a um, tangent, Alejandra, so you can bring me back. But (laughs) this, uh, the female athlete triad, which we are looking for when we are doing sports physicals or uh, pediatricians have that on their radar, where if a girl is, and this is female, it doesn't, it doesn't affect the men, Mm. but if you have a female athlete, just making sure that there's enough body fat that the uh, girl is able to menstruate. Oh, yeah. So that's another it's because it's a marker of being, of you know, not good health if a girl is missing her period. So we're more aware and coaches wow. have this more on their um, radar right now. Right. Making sure that their athletes are menstruating wow. as a sign of their health. That's and not being too restrictive mm-hmm. in their calories. Or maybe it's not the calorie restriction, but it's too much exercise. So it's wow. a balance of all those things. Right, but right. coaches do have more awareness now, I think. I feel like we're making progress with that. Yes, yes. That's really good to know because I have heard that as, you know, maybe a, a risk factor, mm-hmm. you know, if there's somebody so determined to be on top or, mm-hmm. you know, make that team, even ice skating, I think, is yeah. another one. Oh, that's another really good example. Yeah, mm-hmm. or ballet. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. And I know, you know, like, on the side of Hollywood or in oh, movies, yes. you know, you see that depicted a lot of just the struggles or just to get ahead, you know, and competitions and things yeah. like that, you know. But it's so, I mean, this is so insightful just mm-hmm. because it. I don't know how often it is talk about talked about you know really yeah i don't know i I don't know and and i think that's why it kind of sparked this i'm really grateful you Mm -hmm. you thought of this topic because it's it is you know at least in my world i i don't know very Mm -hmm. much about it you Mm -hmm. know and i hope our listeners too are are getting good insights on this because whether it is maybe a family member you know um that our listeners have or it's them themselves Mm -hmm. just this to be encouraging you know too i think it's something we always try to talk about is that encouragement of education you know um support Mm -hmm. you know it's so important and so as we continue how is it that someone can seek help yeah especially as they encounter this reality Mm -hmm. in their lives and I don't know how often 
someone that's struggling with this uh, disorder Mm -hmm. self-refers. But definitely that is an option. You know, someone has enough awareness of their situation that they become concerned personally. Mm -hmm. You can definitely refer yourself. Mm -hmm. I think often it is a parent or a coach or even a teacher or a healthcare provider that may be be the one that's kind of noticing Mm -hmm. the change in behavior, maybe either, you know, exercising a lot or just at meals, really limiting. And I've heard Mm -hmm. of, you know, athletes just really limiting their intake, thinking they'll be faster if they eat less or if they weigh this or whatever. And so it may be um, fellow athletes that notice Mm -hmm. or a coach that says, hmm, I'd really, when, you know, I've been observing this about you, what would you think about talking to somebody? Yeah. Yeah. And it's on the side of the the person going through Mm -hmm. that reality that openness too right because I think that's also hard Mm -hmm. I guess with whatever Mm -hmm. whatever struggle you might be going with whether it's maybe drug addiction or alcoholism even you know having that openness of receiving that because that's hard it is hard it's hard for it for us I think in our culture to think that anything might be wrong with us right (laughs) yeah kind of a perfectionistic (laughs) society so It could be anything, but this, yeah, it might not always be well received, Mm -hmm. but the support people, the family members, the people around that person may have to be the ones that bring it up or Mm -hmm. make a referral. Right, right. Wow, Chris. Well, I know this is, this is, you know, a dense topic Mm -hmm. and there could be so many more pieces to it, but I really appreciate you coming on and sharing just these points that I hope Mm -hmm. help. Yeah. you know, our listeners. And would you, as we, I think we're going to wrap up, but what is it that you would like to tell our listeners, mm. especially those that are encountering this yeah. reality? Well, there are some really good resources in Seattle. Okay. And Seattle Children's has a really good program. They have an inpatient program. They have outpatient program. Wow. And so if you are just wanting to get more information, you can go to the Seattle Children's website. Okay. Of course, Seattle Children's serves children. So right. that's not going to be most of our listeners. Right. But maybe right. you, uh, you know, have a friend who has a child that you're worried about or mm-hmm. a high school athlete and so seattle children's is a good resource for mm-hmm. younger people sure in the university district here we have a really good another good resource and it's uh let me get the name opal food and body okay so they are in the u district they're a really good organization and on their website, you can get a lot of information without referring or without calling for an appointment, but it's another good place to get more information. Great. And to even talk to someone for free about your concern about yourself or your loved one. Wow. So we're pretty lucky here in yes, Seattle. definitely. And I would take advantage of those resources or just getting on the Seattle Children's website and looking at some of their information, I think is a good starting place. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, that those are two great mm-hmm. resources, that's for sure. Well, Chris, thank you so much for this insightful conversation. And I really do hope that it's encouraging to all our listeners. And as we move forward and learning more about these great topics, it gives me more insight good. on good, good points. So, Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> thank you. And thank you to all our listeners and stay tuned for our next episode. For more information about 3W, please visit our website at 3wmedical.org. That's the number three, 
the letter W, medical.org. From there, you can learn more about the services we provide, book an appointment, or make a donation if you'd like to support our mission. You can also call our office at 206-588-0311. That's 206-588-0311. If you liked this episode, please share it with others and consider subscribing on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss an episode. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and be well.